friends always have your back. What would Dice and Kaz do uh, when there's an unscheduled knock on the door? I think Kaz, uh, his basic reaction is going to be to try to get himself between the door and and dice and he's going to want to try to have like something that he could pick up and throw as a distraction like doesn't have to be big or bulky or anything but just something to where it would kind of surprise the person if he throws it and then he's able to come at a vector that most people don't anticipate a small (laughs) furry ball of rage coming from (laughs) so this space is just a few small rooms You've got Wedge's office in the back and a waiting room out front. And Dice sort of rounds the corner and half closes the door to the office. And as Anita opens the door, you hear a familiar voice say, Sorry to bother you, ma'am. We are just canvassing the area. Have you seen a clone recently that may be confused, maybe lost, anything like that? And Anita says... No, I haven't seen anybody like that. I only just got to work a few hours ago. Should I be worried? Oh no, there's nothing to worry about, miss. It's just standard procedure. We have a a clone that uh, disappeared last night. Nothing to worry about. You see him at that point sort of peek into the room. Do you mind if I come in and take a look around? And Anita looks back towards the two of you. What does she see? She sees me doing a um as much of a like delay him please for goodness sake delay him kind of like hands waving gently but like calm the situation kind of you know not jazz hands but Mm -hmm. calmer than like doing jazz hands kind of thing yeah and you see that she sort of gestures with her hand that's behind the door Mm -hmm. somewhere off to the to the right okay and kaz points uh, Dice to go off in that direction and Kaz is going to stay in the room because he knows that there needs to be someone in there that the clones come in and talk to. Sure. Dice moves off to the right. There's a little hallway that turns off and to the right again. And you hear Anita say, My boss is a very private person and if you don't have a search warrant, um, I'm afraid he does know the law. He is an investigator. It's just a matter of procedure, ma'am. If we could talk to him, that would I be... I will come out there and talk to you. Uh, hold on one second. My leg is bum. Hold on, hold on. And uh, Kaz just kind of comes out slowly, and he's like, I have never been mistaken for clone before, but uh, I I, uh, I have had good time with uh, clone a few weeks ago. Uh, we were playing in back alley. Uh, we were playing for a pack of death sticks. I did not know you were allowed to smoke on duty. Well, technically, you're not. But when you're off duty, it's fine. Uh, sir, okay. have you seen a clone around in the last maybe 12 hours? Uh, we seem to be missing somebody, and they seem to be a little bit confused. There was a clone at this uh, bar that I frequent. Uh, I met him yesterday, and uh, he tried to break up a fight between a Deveronian and um, one of my colleagues. And uh, I think the Deveronian was the one who tried to limp off, and he had beaten uh, somebody. I do not remember everything, but his name was Shandar. 
You might need to go find this Devaroni and Shandar. He was the last one, I think, that saw uh, the clone that was at the bar with me. Um, but that is that is only clone I have seen in the last 24 hours. This clone takes out a data pad and begins to take notes. And I think that you should roll a check. Yeah. And I think that it should be deception. But also, you can have two boosts because that was very, very close to the truth. And that's Kaz's idea, is he doesn't want to stray too far from the truth. And mm-hmm. if if at all possible, he wants to throw Shandar under the bus. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the guy, uh, as he said, you know, not 24 hours ago, it's not right to go pick on people just because you're bigger than they are uh, to yeah. try to get money out of them. So he's feeling kind of salty still. You know, instead of, uh, instead of a boost, since that was mostly the truth, why don't you get a free upgrade? Because it is okay. going to be very difficult. It's going to be against three reds. Okay. And I have one last uh, light side, and he is basically praying to the force that he does not jack this up because he's got to be the last line of defense in his head. He's the last line of defense for dice protecting him from whatever it is these clones are after. Okay. And I probably will be using that reroll. <laughs> Let's see how this goes. One <laughs> failure. Okay. I'm I'm going to use the reroll. Thank you so okay. much for the James. reroll. James. Yeah. James, thank you so much. Let me look up the specifics. Let's see. So what did you roll? You rolled two failures, two threats on on your negative dice. Yeah. One blank yellow and a, a success advantage and an advantage. Yeah. I believe the fine print on our reroll is that you are rerolling the positive dice. Mm, okay. So I've got to exceed two successes. Yep. Okay. Hot dog. All right. So you end up with so one success, one advantage. Oh my goodness. Uh, uh, James, uh, superstar of uh, season two, thank you so much. <laughs> so the clone nods along as you as you tell your story and says that that sounds good. You said that you last saw this clone at a bar last night. Last night, yes. And um, if I recall, a clone went out to try to stop fight. And Shandar had a couple of his men with him. Shandar is always trying to hustle people in bars. You know, he buys debts. Hey, you need to look into this. This is problem. Little people in uh, Little Onderon, we get debts, and he goes and buys debts, and then he threatens us. Like, even for simple debts, like things that should not be, like, you know, you're supposed to keep peace. We trust you. We do our best. And I, we do thank you, because you are looking after one of your brothers, and that is what he needs. If uh, the two of you, and he looks inside the door again, if the two of you see anything, hear anything, be sure to call the clone headquarters. We will. The upper levels. Oh, oh, is that big of problem? Okay. Well, I mean, this is, you are here to keep peace, you keep the peace. We will help as much as citizens are able. Uh, thank you for your time. You have a great day. He nods his head, ma'am. And Anita closes the door. (laughs) <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> oh, gosh. oh man! Dice peeks around the hall. I think he knew something. Of course, he knows something. They would not know to come here if they did not know something. Something is going wrong, and um, it is problem that we are going to have until we get off this planet. I guess we keep lying low until we hear from Rondo. 
if we hear from Rondo, I am starting to have uh, little bits of doubt that maybe he did not betray us. I do not think so. But I do worry that maybe someone is keeping tabs on him and where he goes. It's it's possible. I mean, he was a separatist. And that is probably... Try, try to hide that as, he, as much as you want, that if it comes out, you know... It is too easy. Sure they've got a watch list. It is too easy to track people on this planet. There are droids. There are security. There are camera everywhere. They are always watching us. It reminds me of a book that I once read, four thousand eight hundred and ninety-one. It was a very good book about everyone watching everybody else, and you have to listen to your sister or something. I haven't read that one. It is pretty good. It, uh, it it is very um, I, I think the Jedi would burn it if they could but you know it's, it's a good book the rest of the day goes by before you hear from Rondo is there anything that the two of you got up to during the day hanging out with uh, this Keldor Anita I think at some point you meet the owner of this small establishment which you now know is at, at some point the name of the place was, was said it's underground investigations mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's at some point you meet the Ortolan in charge, mm-hmm. who Rondo is vouched for. Yeah. Does anything else happen during the day? I think generally the the big thing for um, for Kaz is just checking in on his I don't know like his vitals, uh, mm-hmm. you know, dressing the wound, keeping trying to keep his spirits high. He always has another story that's more bizarre than yeah. the previous one, and he just tries to. Uh, maintain the station as it were the prophylaxis of the usual and you can tell that the idea of going a wall is not sitting well with with dice but i think you have convinced him that it is the only option at this point especially after that clone came by looking for him yeah. and i think at one point you even peek out the window and you happen to notice a, another patrol of clones just walking around yeah checking the area i do think that at some point kaz would call someone that he knew that kind of lived in his area Mm -hmm. and just say i'm gonna be away from home for a little while Mm -hmm. could you just take a look and keep a look on anybody that comes around kind of thing just kind of neighborhood watch kind of mentality yeah that night rondo comes back all right so I got my ship out of storage. It's small. It's a one one passenger thing, but happened to have a friend in town, somebody from uh, the old days, somebody from back in the war, and yes. he's got a ship. Okay. The only problem with that is that they're sort of also uh, maybe on some lists, you know? <laughs> so it's going to be dangerous, but they are getting off the planet tonight. Okay. Do we know anything about their destination? Dantooine. Oh, it's a beautiful place. Okay. That's what I hear. It's very good. I once almost went there, but I lost a bet, and so I could not go there because I lost my money. You seem to do that a lot. It's, it's a skill I have. I have done this since childhood. Um, it, it, you know, it, it is a simple way of making friends because it is better to make friends by giving them money than making enemies by taking theirs. Yeah, that's that's true. So, um, well, I led with the good news. The, the bad news, uh, some nerf herder called the clones on me because of the blood in my backseat today. So... 
we need to find another way to get to the docks. Do Can we order one of those Runter rides? You know, the one where you pay, you do not ask questions, they do not ask questions, you just tell them over your com where you are trying to go, and they show up, you give them some credits, and then you go. Because I have a few credits. Not much, but maybe we can get a Runter. Do you have Underworld or Streetwise? I... One second... I have Streetwise, and I have four that I could roll for Underworld, so either wow. way. Well, your choice, and we're going to do uh, do hard. We'll do a hard check, okay. I think, because Casimir's been here for maybe a month. He hasn't been here that long, right? Not massively long, no. Yeah, just a, a long, uh, long enough to sort of set up his mini practice. Any boosts? Yeah, I'm going to argue for a boost in that because he has gotten in with some shady crowds here and there, he has learned generalities of how these backdoor deals kind of go. Mm-hmm. And so I think I'm going to use Underworld and he's going to use his general understanding of how to negotiate these kind of situations. Okay. Um, he doesn't have any true connections, but he feels like he has even in the short amount of time he's been there, built up enough of a presence through his gambling addictions, mm-hmm. through his like back alley brawls that he has taken part in, uh, to where they know he's not a snitch. He's not someone that's going to you know throw someone under the bus, under the speeder, as it were. Yeah, okay. And so that's four greens, three purples, and a blue. Failure Oof. with three advantages. Ouch. Okay. So three advantages is not bad, though. No. So what uh, what route do you take to try and find one of these sort of underground taxis? So he's actually going to call up that buddy of his, or not buddy, that's too uh, happy of a term. He's going to call up that pod racer that he fixed oh, the arm okay. on. Yeah. And he knows that the type of pod racing this guy does is usually kind of hush-hush. Yeah. And so he's like, look, I have to skip town and I just need to know, can you help me get from point A to point B? I can get off planet. I just need to get from point A to point B. And I think he says, look, you haven't even finished taking care of my uh, arm. Yeah. It's, Hey, I, I went by your place today and it like, I waited outside and first this gangster comes by and then this group <laughs> of clones comes by. What's going on here? So the problem you see, the problem is this. They told me that I could not enter into this uh, beauty pageant, and I tried really hard to get in. They said, no, but it is only for clones. I said, no, but I I can probably fake my way in, and you know I can get on stilts and look. Okay, you're not buying this. I see you're not buying this. Okay. So basically, basically, I am having to leave because the friend I had yesterday has a disease that is getting him in trouble. This is not for me. I appeal to your sense of rectitude. Is that the word I want? Is that the word I want? And he looks back over his shoulder at the secretary and she just kind of gives him a nod. Yes, rectitude. Rectitude is the word. Sorry, I'm still learning language. And we will try to help out this poor, unfortunate person because this is what I do. I took hypocritical oath so that I can help people and not hurt people. And I implore you to help me help others. And I think that's where the advantages are, is that he actually is able to 
like overcome this guy. Like, I can't do it. I can't do yeah. it, but let me see if I can do something different. <sighs> okay. Can you look at my arm again? It's hurting. Do you have any more Bacta? Yes, I have Bacta. In fact, I tell you what. I will get you in contact with someone to look after you tomorrow. Before I leave town, I will have someone to uh, look at you and see. Uh, his face is not the prettiest. In fact, you can't even see his face. He only wears masks. But you can go talk to him. He did really good surgery. I, I saw surgery. It was very successful. And uh, he can help you uh, with that if if is needed. But I will help you so out today. You've got a little hologram of this guy. And he looks down at his wrist. I can be by in about a half an hour. You, you just need a ride to the docks? That is all I need, is ride to docks for myself, my injured friend, and then another friend that is with us who is also, unfortunately, in bad way due to rectitude. Can I use the word that way? Yes, hon. <laughs> uh, I think that's pretty much it. And he goes yeah. and prepares the, the double dose of Bacta again. Mm -hmm. And the three of you gather yourselves up. This Pantoran is by in about a half an hour. He pulls up in the brightest, loudest speeder that you've ever seen. It is this like bright neon green with all the modifications and multiple spoilers. It's got lights underneath that glow on the pavement below it, and the music in it is loud. <laughs> well, so much for getting out of town on the... What is it they get out of town on the, the down low? Is that what the kids say it's today? It's the down low. The, yeah, the down low. Well, this is as, as high as down low cannot be. I'd, I'd say it's a different kind of down low. I mean, they never expect something like this. Well, that really is something. That really is truly amazing. It is so amazingly amazing that I think my Deveronian friend would like to steal it. The three of you pile in to this ridiculous speeder and make your way across town. I think Kaz, while they're, while they're flying through town, Kaz mm -hmm. uh, does kind of like a uh, basset hound and kind of puts his head in the wind and just <laughs> lets it roll over his fur. His little yeah. ears are flippy flapping around. And of course, just, it's definitely uh, convertible. Without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, you can't have the rest of that shenaniganry without that. Yeah. The docks are quiet. It's night. It's dark. And though ships are still coming in, the workers are uh, few and far between. It's mostly just droids out now. The Pantoran drops you off and you give him a short examination let him know that everything's great and give him the uh, replacement back to patch. Mm -hmm. And Rondo uh, inclines his head towards a ship on the opposite side of the docks. It's a uh, big, big wayfarer. And he says, yeah, that's the one. Uh, they should be expecting us. They should be expecting everyone. That is a wayfarer. That is, <laughs> wow. Okay. You've got friends. Wow. He does a bit of trucking. Like trucking to where? The unknown regions? Oh, here and there. You know, it's, uh, okay. He, he's kind of a smuggler, at least now. Well, that is pretty obvious. He has a wayfarer. Uh, shall we? Yes, we shall. And I think Kaz kind of companionably tries to help. Like, it, obviously he can't be a shoulder to lean on, but he just kind of gently, not exactly leads him by the hand, but kind of 
walks alongside reassuringly because he still has the um, the compulsion to watch over every last thing mm-hmm. over Dice. Because yeah, Dice is like, I'm I'm doing fine. You, you don't have to worry. This is I'm I'm good. I can walk. I know you can walk. You're a pretty boy now. I do not worry about that. It is about your head. And if you take even a small injury to that head right now, it could be all over. And you could have internal hemorrhaging, all kinds of things. So I have to do my doctor's duty to watch over you. All right. I mean, do it. Do what you have to. I'm, I'm fine, though. Okay. If you say so. The three of you make your way across the docks towards this massive ship. It is basically the Star Wars equivalent of a truck, uh, like a, a semi-truck. It's mm-hmm. got this large cockpit living area with a big storage container attached to the side of it. And as you get there, you see that the ramp to the storage container is just closing up and there's a Celestin outside it with uh, with the controls. And you get the glimpse of Rondo's ship inside. And the Celestin sees Rondo. And uh, approaches him and gives him a big hug. Hey, Rondo, it's been a while. Hey, Chuck, yeah, it has been a while. You about ready to go? Yeah, we're good. We, uh, we're all packed up. We got clearance. We're good to go. Uh, head on inside and uh, get comfortable, I guess. Uh, so this is, you told me, Dice, hey there, and Casimir? Am I saying that right? Yes, but you can also just call me Kaz or Kazi. Uh, do I have a quick question for you. I, I have, uh-huh. Yes, I have a question for you. You are sniffling. Do you ever have sinus infection problems? I have oh, always, sometimes. Yes, I have always wondered with Celastans if you are more prone to this. It is, it is something that has always interested me. If you ever want to have good sinus surgery, you, you contact me. I would love to do study. Oh, okay. He looks from Kaz to Rondo. Okay. Uh, yep. Just head on, head on in, and and we'll we'll be off in in a couple minutes. And I think Kaz just kind of wanders in, and then uh, just kind of I'd I'd like to almost do some kind of maybe not perception check, but something like that for him to just kind of slowly maybe a streetwise check where he just kind of tries to ease back into it and look behind to see if anything is out of the ordinary, like. To my mind, the difference between that and a perception check is more like perception is wanting to know like specifics. He's wanting yeah. to kind of get a feel for what he just left behind, just to kind of like the the docks or this ship that he's going into. More the docks. He's more worried about yeah. what's behind him than what's a, yeah. in, ahead of him, because right. he he trusts Rondo. Rondo came through, and yeah. so Kaz has that I- I'll trust you until you cross me kind of mentality. How do you feel about? Vigilance. I think vigilance would would make sense here too. Either one. Okay. We'll just do an average vigilance check. Okay. Oh, <laughs> flat cancels everything. Wow. Wow. Okay. You don't notice anything odd about the docks. They are quiet, which is not necessarily odd. It's late at night, but this is like a big import export sort of space. There are a lot of droids and few other people. The ship itself looks fine. It looks safe. This guy you met, Chuck, seems friendly. Rondo seems to have good rapport with him. And as you get on the ship, you can hear a woman's voice and the babbling of uh, a baby or a toddler. Okay, well, 
that kind of settles it. And he kind of looks around and like really quickly spits at Coruscant. That is for what you did to the Varad. And I think I think that's kind of his way of like reconciling the death of his friends and the, mm-hmm. uh, the enmity he feels to just like the scum and villainy of Coruscant. Yeah. Rondo and Dice find their way onto the ship. Rondo and Chuck, each with a with an arm around each other like old friends who haven't seen each other in a long time. You meet Chuck's wife, Cora, and their son, Borkus. And Rondo and Chuck get the Wayfarer ready to ready to launch. Uh, exploring the ship with, with dice, the, so you're sort of keeping an eye on him as you're mm-hmm. looking around. It looks comfortable. The quarters look well lived in. It looks like it may even, it, it's probably not a first-hand ship. Exploring the cargo area, you find Rondo's ship. As you expect to see only Rondo's ship, you actually find two matching, hmm. very cool-looking starships. They're they're red. They've got these. Well, do you want to do a check to to ID it? Sure. Uh, would this be like knowledge warfare or it could be knowledge warfare? It's probably accurate. Okay. Uh, what am I up against? Just average. Two purples. Okay. Four green. Two purple. Yeah. Okay. Um, it is definitely a Confederacy ship. It's called a Belbalab 22. Um, but these ones are unique in that they are painted bright red with this uh, sort of abstract motif of a lion on the side. They are n- not the most common ship. That is one fast beauty. Have you seen one of these other than uh, obviously on the other side of the uh, firefight? Dice gets nice and close and sort of examines the ports and engines and everything. No, I haven't seen one of these before. Actually, Ava, this thing is this thing is nice. Looks fast. Keep it in good shape too. It makes me wonder about what other kind of fabulous secrets our dear friend has that we have not found out. It would not surprise me to find out that Rondo once won the cup out on Nulhata. It's certainly possible. I don't know. Seems like a bit of a man of mystery. I thought I had him all figured out. We cannot figure each other out. This is too short of time. Except for me. I am pretty much open book. I am not good at hiding secrets, except for somehow I managed to fool that clone, which kind of has me worried. They took what I said too easily. There is something wrong. As the two of you are talking, you feel the ship take off from the docks. I think you'd probably move back up to the cockpit as you take off from Coruscant. Mm -hmm. You see the city unfold below you. The bright lights, amber and blue and all these colors just moving off into the horizon. The never-ending traffic. You can only imagine all the, the noise as the only thing you hear now is the ship's engines and the quiet sniffles of Chuck. You get it off into the air and begin to break atmosphere. And as you get out of the sky of Coruscant, the stars open up above you. And I think I have, I think we have all light side points, but as you break atmosphere, you do see the shield shape of Mm -hmm. a Star Destroyer above you. Everybody up in the cockpit now, you see the blinking light up on the dashboard and Chuck answers the comm. 
Wayfarer class designation 2376-24. This is Imperial Star Destroyer. This is Imperial. When did we become Empire? What is he talking about? Kaz isn't like saying that to where like it's more rhetorical. Like uh-huh. he always has to have like a little quip. We all know this about him at this juncture. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so he's just kind of mumbling to himself. Yeah. So our camera cuts to Kaz as he says that, and we hear as it cuts back to the the main group. According to Regulation Two Three Seven Six Five Four of the Imperial Free Trade Designations, we're going to have to inspect your cargo. Please prepare to be boarded. Oh, jump. Thanks for listening to this episode of Coruscant Nights. Coruscant Nights is a production of Nightcast Creative. To find out more about us and our projects, visit nightcastcreative.com. Thanks to Paul for playing on these episodes. I'd like to take a minute at the end of this episode to say thank you. Thanks to everyone who has supported this show, past, present, and future, through listening, interacting, and reviewing. Thanks to all the players on Coruscant Nights. Thank you to all the Nightcrawlers on Patreon. Thanks Lily, Tony, Seppi, Drunkelgrog, Steve, Adam, AJ, SJ, Doug, Sam, Reese, Andrew, Mr. T, David, Chris, Erica, Joe, Joy, and Robert. You're all amazing, and I'm lucky to have so many amazing listeners and fans. I'll see you next week for the conclusion of Kaz's story on Coruscant Nights.